listening to the Fantasy Alarm DFS NBA podcast with host John Pimba and James Grande. What's going on, FA Nation? John Pemba here with James Grande, bringing you the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast here, recording on Sunday evening to give you a first look at Monday's 10-game main slate, 10 games at least for now. Uh, hopefully there won't be any cancellations, postponements uh, due to COVID. I know that's already impacted a handful of slates in some future games already uh, on the upcoming week. But uh, we do have some nice matchups and, you know, some star players again. Luka and Jokic, of course, topped the slate. We got the Nets here. So uh, it should be a pretty good one for 10 games. Help build out some interesting lineup combinations. Yeah, definitely some uh, intriguing matchups. And let's see, do we have uh, – how many totals do we have for tomorrow? One, two, three, four, five. We only have six game totals, John, so yeah, it's going to be an interesting – One of them's 235 Miami-Brooklyn, so – True, and uh, it, it's it's weird, though, because, like, Miami hasn't been able to keep games close, but, like, Brooklyn can't play any defense – Brooklyn plays no. Brooklyn no, defense no. is exactly what we thought it would look like with Harden and Kyrie. They and are who they are who they thought. Yeah, yes, zero defense, sir, uh, being played uh, with, with with that backcourt. Um, and like you said, you know, yeah, are they having trouble keeping some of these games close? Yeah, against better teams, but that game went one twenty eight, one twenty four the other day. Um, you know, with Miami missing Hero and Butler, and Hero and Butler are out of this game again. They've already been ruled out. Um, you know, so we're going to be looking at Kendrick Nunn and Goran Dragic, and bam, bam, smashed in that game against Brooklyn. So, I mean, like, yeah, listen, the Nets are going to score a ton of points. We know who's going to do the scoring and everything like that. But so far, those three games since that trio's been a group, they have not defended at all. So 235 looks pretty realistic to me, and, and Miami could probably keep this one competitive again. Uh, I'll give you that. Give me damn man and Bam's price just like didn't really budge. So like yeah, but and by didn't really budge, it didn't budge one hundred actually any dollars. It's eighty five hundred again. But yeah, little tease there for when we get to center. Yeah, when we do get the center, but we're gonna start this one off at the point guard position. So let's let's just hit that one up here um, at the top over on Fanduel. You got Luca ten seven. Over on DraftKings, Lucas priced out at 10-7 as well. Uh, home matchup here against Denver, Jamal Murray defense. In this matchup earlier this year, uh, <laughs> it looks like it might have been an overtime game. I don't have the box score in front of me. I'm just looking at the stat line because it shows 43 minutes played by Luca. Maybe he played 43 minutes. I don't know. Uh, 80 fantasy points. Actually, you know what? I do remember this game, and it did go into overtime because I had stacked Luca and Jokic in this game. That was a very profitable Profitable night for old John here, so I remember that one probably <laughs> now. Um, but it did go into overtime. 80 fantasy points for Luka Doncic in that matchup. Um, I mean, listen, he had 45 fantasy points the other night against Houston. He stopped playing uh, due to the blowout, 29 minutes only there. Game before that, 30, he had 66 fantasy points, 36 actual against San Antonio. This is a matchup where I think, you know, Luka is, gonna, again, going to be able to go ahead uh, – and just really get whatever he wants. You know, Jamal Murray, not a great defender. You know, we talk about it all the time. In terms of spinning up, Luka and Jokic, for me, are pretty much always the top guys on the slate. Yeah, speaking of Jokic, Jokic he also had, like, 80 fast points that game, too. So. Yeah, um, 63, actually. 63 on DraftKings. So. Oh, only 63. Sad. That's poor poor guy. That's a tough night. Well, he got um, off to an absolutely <laughs> miserable start to that game uh, and just was an absolute monster in the second half. It's good to know. 
It's good to know. Um, there was no Porzingis in that game, so it's definitely a little. There, there was. You know what was interesting is they used Boban a lot early in that game because mm. the size, mm. and um, I think that had an impact on on Jokic early. But eventually, you know, Boban can't play all those minutes, so <laughs> when he was off the floor, he, he went to town. I mean, I definitely think Luca's firmly in play, obviously, as one of the top plays on the slate, and he hasn't been impacted by Porzingis at all, honestly. So. Um, yeah, I think going back to Luca here is perfectly fine. Because when you talk about like the rest of this top tier, Lillard, I think, is is a good play. And obviously, you can spend up. But we are recording here on Sunday evening. So that game hasn't tipped yet, the um, Portland Knicks game. So second night of back-to-back, obviously, if Lillard goes out and takes 30 shots tonight, are we inclined to pay 10-3? Yeah, I'm not. I'm probably not going to go there personally. I, you know, especially if you're looking at price points here. You know, on Fanduel, especially, you know, Steph Curry is a hundred bucks cheaper home against Minnesota. I would much rather right. uh, attack that matchup. And over on DraftKings, he's ninety two hundred to Lillard's ten three. I mean, like, I'd rather play pay for Curry at that price. I, I've said all along, I'm okay with paying for Kyrie Irving under this ten k mark. Because uh, to me, he's the guy who's going to be scoring the basketball. It's going to be him and Durant. And Harden, as we've seen so far, has sort of been the third man. He's been the third wheel. Uh, you've seen the usage rates when those guys are all on the floor together, um, that it's Kyrie and Durant leading the way. And Harden uh, is kind of taking a back seat to that. You know, they've played uh, two games, I think, all three of them together. Uh, Durant has a 26.8% usage rate. Irving's got a 30% usage rate. And James Harden, 21% usage rate went on the floor, all three of them together. So, like, you know, we know who's getting the basketball in those in those situations. Uh, Irving, you know, 48, uh, 30, sorry, 37, 38, and 28 points scored in those three games. I mean, you know, Irving at under 10K is, is well in play for me as well. Yeah, I actually love this point guard tier, John. Like this tier over on DraftKings. Uh, Curry's ninety-two, Irving's nine thousand dollars, Brogdon's eighty-five against Toronto. Um, who could be without Lowry? Again, could also. be without Kyle Lowry, and Ben Simmons coming off actual like scoring output, fifteen sure. and twenty points yeah. last two games. It's nice that he got to the free throw line in this, in right. this game against Detroit because uh, he only took them. seven shots. So well, he made them like More most importantly. Um, so I think Simmons 84 against Detroit also like this, this next year. And then D'Angelo Russell is questionable SGA, like everything, everything over AK, oh, man, SGA against Portland, but SGA on a back-to-back too. I know they played in the afternoon today, mm-hmm. after Sunday, Sunday afternoon, but still back-to-back. I, I love this top tier point guard. I'm with you. I, I think top tier is pretty legit. If you want to go into that middle tier, um, you know, there's, you know, DeJounte Murray gets New Orleans. I, I do, even though it's a back-to-back for them, I do like, um, you know, potentially that spot for him. Um, I don't like Jamal Murray against Dallas. We've seen Dallas play really well against point guards. Lowry against in the, the, uh, the Pacers, if he's active, I'm probably not going there. You know, we just saw the Charlotte-Orlando game. They're running it back, or Rozier did not have a good game. Ball came off the bench, was okay. Um, you know, so I, I agree with you. I think we're spending up. And then if we're going to look at value plays, at least on FanDuel, you know, Goran Drogic is $5,800. Mm-hmm. Um, Ca- good much, cash, game, cash game play right yeah, there. Very much into that play. Um, you know, what's your, 
you know, you've been a guy that's been playing Dell on right here. Do you, do you continue to go to him? I mean, he's been consistent at least recently. I mean, I think I'm a little less likely in this spot with Derek Rose likely to play. I believe Derek Rose. Let's see. I, I don't see why he wouldn't. Um, so he's ruled out of Monday's game. So, yeah, then I would play DeLon Wright. If Derek Rose is ruled out, I play DeLon Wright because we know Killian Hayes is also out. Um, their backup point guard is Saban Lee, mm-hmm. and they don't really play him more than like 12, 13 minutes a game. So I like DeLon Wright, and he's 5,500. Yes, the usage rate isn't great, but he really does a lot, John. Like, he's seven rebounds, six assists, ten points. Like, that's, I'm not saying he's like a GPP winner, but like, I think in cash game 5,500, if he gets you another 28 fantasy points, like, you're not mad at that. That's 5x, you know? So, yeah. Um, I think Delon Wright is, what? what's his FanDuel price tag? Uh, his FanDuel price tag is currently sitting at fifty six hundred dollars. I think that's what it was the other day as well. It was even fifty six. He's fifty five. Okay. So like, I think I would rather play him on DraftKings because we're getting those peripherals to where like, okay, I could see a double double. Like he's had a ten assist game against Miami this year. And he's had a bunch of like six or seven rebound game. Like I could see a double double, so I'd rather play my DraftKings. But um, yeah, I think Dragic is a prof- like profiles as a cash game play. Right profiles as a cash game play. Someone in tournaments, I think I'm gonna go to again is Lonzo Ball, who I played the other day, and he wasn't great from the field, but he played 30 minutes, and we're st- we started to see that Lonzo that you and I and Sean were playing a lot last year when he does everything. Like he had two steals, one block, seven assists, four rebounds. And yeah. he gets San Antonio, who's been dreadful against guards um, on the second leg of a back-to-back. I, I think Lonzo in tournaments is, is really you, interesting to you me. You buy what Eric Bledsoe did the other day. That's the problem, too, right? 34 Dude, minutes. I know. 25 and 3. I mean, listen, it's... It's a it's a good matchup. He's been very inconsistent, so I, you know he's definitely a GPP only play. Um, you know, it, it's it's weird to see him have that kind of game because it's, it was yeah. very unexpected. Nothing was going to lead you to think that he was capable of doing that when he's playing with Ingram and Zion and and players of the like. So, you know, doesn't that if if bull if you don't buy into the Bledsoe game, doesn't that like kind of make you think more shot attempts like a couple more shot attempts will come Lonzo's way like he comes he shoots 15 the game prior in less time on the floor I don't know like we were paying over 7k and I know there wasn't like the same team around him last year but this dude is good for fantasy Um, and he's starting I, I don't know I like Lonzo in tournaments because I think a lot of people go Dragic. I think a lot of people do look at DeLon Wright, and a lot of people spend up. I think Lonzo kind of falls by the wayside here. All right, we're looking at a couple value plays. Um, you know, we got where Kemba Walker's ruled out. We know Peyton Pritchard's out. Jeff T only played 12 minutes. I don't want to do it, John. Day. I don't want to do it, John. I don't. He's $3,700 and $3,800. He's the only point guard they have outside of Traymond Waters. 
you know, unless they go Marcus Smart at point guard, which they certainly could with Jason Tatum coming back, um, you know, that would, I guess, move their rotation to Thompson, Tice, Tatum, Brown, and Smart as a starting unit. Um, you know, T hasn't played really more than 20-ish minutes a game this season, but, you know, they're just lacking so much depth. You know, if he starts against Chicago, I, I feel like you kind of have to throw him in a consideration. If you have, if you're building 10 lineups, how many are you rostering? Uh, how, many, how many are you using Jeff Teagan? Well, I guess it depends. If, if he's in my, if he's starting for Boston tomorrow and making 10 lineups, he'd probably be in three or four, I think, because the value, unless there's more obvious value that we're going to get to, you know, if you're going to try to play a Luka and a Jokic or something like that, you're yeah. going to need, you're going to need a sub 4K guy on your lineup somewhere. Um, to make right. that fit. So if Teague plays 25 minutes against Chicago tomorrow um, as the, as the point guard for Boston, I mean, like that's going to be difficult to ignore. You know, the other guy that, that I like, and we, I've actually recommended him a couple times now um, is TJ McConnell. You know, he's, yep. you know, coming off the bench. He's, he has a hilarious stat line. And it's something <laughs> that I joke a lot about, especially our chats with like Sean uh, and James that we have is like, he just fills up the stat sheet. Like since he's come back, his steals three two two three two, his assists eight six 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 seven, rebounds five three 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 two, and he's yet to score more than eight points in a game. <laughs> I mean, so like, but he's literally giving you enough everywhere that is giving you twenty twenty five fantasy points, you know, um, off the bench, and he's under five thousand dollars. So if this is a matchup against Toronto with no Kyle Lowry, like. You know, McConnell against in the second unit for Toronto, like, could, again, just... These aren't difficult numbers for him to just continue to repeat, and he's very consistent with it. 4,600 on DraftKings makes me a little more worried than I would on FanDuel because he's giving us those steals, and we're getting that big bonus over there. So, And, and the steals aren't a fluke. If he missed three right. games. I think it was due to COVID. Or, no, he had a birth, right? Birth of his... He, I think he had birth a daughter of, yeah, yeah, I think he had a kid. Um, in the two games prior to that, he had the same thing. Four points, three rebounds, three assists, three steals. Six points, four rebounds, two assists, three steals. Like, the guy plays 20 to 25 minutes and gives you steals and everything else. So, um, yeah, I agree. The price tag certainly a little bit on the rise. It is 46, so he needs 23 fantasy points on um, DraftKings, get you 5X. He's 44 on FanDuel where you get the extra point there for the – for the steals. So, I mean, again, we're looking for cheap. I think he's at least consistent. I'm not going to say like he's a cash game guy, obviously, right. but, um, you know, if you need a spend down that can get you 22 fantasy points, I think McConnell can get it done. Yeah, I do too. I, I, I won't disagree there. And, uh, yeah, I won't disagree there. Um, anything to, on the, um, the Mavericks guards, not Luca Brunson or Burke. Um, Burke looked good in limited time the other day. Brunson, if he's probably going to continue to start and play thirty minutes, so like you could do, you could play either of them. Just ten game slates, you know, it's hard to stomach. And if uh, D'Angelo Russell's ruled out again, we did see Rubio play twenty eight minutes and go nine seven and seven. So, yep. uh, you know, that could be a guy that we take another peek at. Um, shooting guard James Harden again. You know, in this matchup, he had thirty fantasy points. I've been saying, you know, we mentioned the usage rates already, the shot attempts already. 
Uh, James, what did you say Harden had for shots the other day? He took eight shots. Eight, eight shots against Miami. So, uh, again, I'm not paying $9,800 for him on, on uh, FanDuel. Uh, DraftKings, he's over 10 k still just, I'm out of that. I'm not playing a James Harden. You're not being sneaky by playing James Harden. Yeah. You're not being contrarian by playing James Harden. Like, you know, it's he's just a bad play, I think, at this point. I'm not, I don't recommend playing him. James Harden would have to be like sub 9K, I think, at this point, which he's trending. He's going in that direction on FanDuel. Um, you know, but I think that's the next time I would consider him uh, is that range. Unless, of course, Kyrie or Durant are out, then, then that changes things a little bit um, than usual. So I have nothing to add because I agree. I just don't know when the last time we saw him under 10K was. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, below him, Zach Levine keeps doing what he's doing. Going to be a little bit of a tough spot for him against Boston, though. Um, you know, just great defenders there. Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, and Tatum comes back. Not that he'll be likely drawing Tatum, but just another guy on the wing that's lengthy that could cause some problems. Uh, Gilgis Alexander against Portland. I have some interest in here for sure. 8,200. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, if he's active against Golden State, I'll, I'll take my swings with him as well. Um, Colin Sexton against the Lakers, back-to-back for him, but Sexton is a great scorer. Uh, Fred Van Vliet, if no Kyle Lowry, I think we can go right back to um, the well. He's going to just shoot a ton, have a lot of high-volume usage there. Um, you know, He and DeMar DeRozan on FanDuel sort of capped that 7,900 to 9K range. Um, I think most of that tier are tournament plays, except Van Vliet. Honestly, I'd play Van Vliet in cash, especially if Lowry's out, but I think everyone else is pretty much a tournament play in that, in that tier. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I think Van Vliet's probably my number one. If Lowry's out, if not, I'd go with Alexander. Yep. Agreed. Agreed with there. Uh, tier below, uh, Devontae Graham against Orlando is at 6,800 as a shooting guard. I think he's point guard only on, on DraftKings, right? Do they? Yep, point guard only on DK. That makes a lot of sense. Um, let's see, we have Wiggins against Minnesota. Could be a little revenge narrative there. Could be could be a good spot for him. I know uh, he had another good game with blocks. He had three blocks, um, over 30 fantasy points. He's probably a little bit overpriced for recent production, um, but you know th- this could be a spot for him. Marcus Smart against Chicago. He could be the starting point guard tomorrow. Uh, I know Tatum's going to be back, so take that for what it's worth. But 38, 37, and 41 fantasy points the last three games for him. And then we have Kendrick Nunn, who was $6,500 on FanDuel in, what, 62, 63? 61. 61. 61. Um, We just keep playing Nunn, right? Like, no reason not to? Yeah, just keep playing him. He's going to keep giving you five to what? Five to eight X pretty much every slate. So, yeah. Uh, no what, done. what other guys here, you know, below are you looking at? Um, if um, Lou Dort for tournaments is fine. He was horrible against the Clippers, but he had been good. Uh, the slates prior. I think Seth Curry is still a little too cheap. Um, 27, 28 minutes since he's been back from COVID, and we know Detroit's defense is not great. It's sad to see Shake Milton just fall by the wayside now that everyone's healthy there. Um, I mean, like, do we play... Like, why did Jeremy Lamb go from 28 minutes to 20 minutes in that Toronto game? 
It wasn't a back to back. He only so. played twenty one again today. So I don't I don't get why he played so many minutes and then didn't because I would forty four hundred for Jeremy Lamb is like oh I guess it's a back to back. So he played fifty two. He's fifty two hundred on FanDuel. So. 4,400 on DK, which is, like, super appealing. Um, I think Wayne Ellington should... I was going to say, Wayne Ellington, man. ...should get some some love here. Uh, four or more threes in four straight games. We've seen him play uh, 26 or more minutes in five straight. He scored 16 or more actual points, 24 or more fantasy points in four straight. So 4,200 on DK. Mm-hmm. So... What's what's um, your what's your DraftKings number on Rodney Hood? My DraftKings number we're up to forty two hundred dollars. Okay, five K on FanDuel, forty two hundred. I like Hood a lot. Yeah, Starting he's thirty eight. Yeah, he's thirty eight hundred on Sunday. So they boosted him four hundred bucks, and uh, he's going to be starting, likely going to be starting Monday. I guess the one concern has he played a back to back? He has. Ha- he played ten in ten minutes. But that was before the McCullum injury, so probably a bad gauge of where he's at. Um, I guess it's just something to consider that um, Portland's playing a back-to-back. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Uh, we'll have to wait and see how he plays, I guess, against the Knicks and what, and what happens there. Um, any value, guys, sticking out to you? Um, maybe that you haven't – again, we talked about a couple uh, – you know, like would like someone like Devin Vassell maybe interest you at all, or is it just you know too big of a slate to kind of go there? He's another one that's been just doing a little bit of everything for the Spurs, you know, and giving you over twenty fantasy points, um, you know, for a stretch of like five straight games. Yeah, and he's having a really good game uh, Sunday night, and there's still seven minutes left, and he has fourteen points, three rebounds, assists, two steals, and a block, and he's played twenty one minutes. Um, and that's partially due to 5,000 by DeMar DeRozan, but it's also because he's good. So, yeah, I could get behind some Vassell um, for tournaments, but y- you kind of hit it like 10 games slate. Do we need to go there? I don't know, but, I mean, he's not a bad play, so uh, in tournaments I can get behind him. Uh, and then, of course, uh, again, assuming everybody is out, um, Norman Powell would be someone that we'd want to take another mm-hmm. look at. Yep, agreed. Uh, over at small forward, Kevin Durant is a small forward on FanDuel. I think they finally made him power forward, small forward on DraftKings, didn't they? Yep, small forward, power forward. Yes, sir. Um, you know, 43 fantasy points, 31-4-4-2 against Miami the other day. I'm in on Durant. Um, I like him more than Harden, obviously. Uh, you know, price point obviously is more expensive than Kyrie, but I think I like Durant probably more than Kyrie uh, as well in this spot against Miami. Uh, so that works. Do you think LeBron has any sort of uh, go back to Cleveland <laughs> moment here? I mean, maybe. Anthony Davis had his go back to the Chicago. Now we have. Uh... Yeah, I would like to see. I would like to see the numbers for LeBron, like in the last couple of years. Like just when he returns, going back to Cleveland, or just like in general, going back to Cleveland, like during his Miami days. Like if there is some some vengefulness in LeBron. Uh, 9,300 is a good price, but, like, do we think Cleveland keeps this game close? It's a 10-point spread. 213 total. Cleveland on a back-to-back. The Lakers are literally blowing everyone out. Um, I guess not everyone, but they've had some really big wins lately. Yeah. I don't know. Like, you could do it in tournament. 
But uh, would you uh, go back to Gordon Hayward in a back-to-back? <laughs> it's I mean same matchup, right? And Gordon Hayward just went yeah. for thirty-nine actual and fifty-plus fantasy points for the second consecutive game. So yeah, probably. I guess I, the one thing I would want to figure out is if Aaron Gordon is active or not, yeah, right? Like, correct. Yeah, that could certainly point. make a difference. You know, when it's not Gary Clark or Dwayne Bacon yeah. or. James Ellis out there trying to stop him. You know, Aaron Gordon is a little bit of a tougher matchup for him. Um, you know, Brandon Ingram's kind of been disappointing lately. I don't know. He's $7,700 now, though, when, you know, for a while there was a mid to upper eights. Um, Tobias Harris gets Detroit, a matchup we just saw him in. Uh, you know, this mid-tier here, anything like jump out to you? Um, Jeremy Grant. <laughs> always yeah i know he i know like he was he's 84 on fanduel now what's he up to on he's that? 78 on dk and i know he shot the ball horribly the last two games but like we're talking about a guy who's gotten us 39 and 32 fantasy points shooting three of 19 and four of 15 like the shots are gonna like you know we're gonna get positive regression here for jeremy grant um, so I would definitely take a look at him. I think Ingram is fine. Obviously, the production has been terrible uh, for what we're paying, and that's partially because Zion's been so good. Right. And so, like, we can play him. No one's going to play him on a 10-game slate. What's your uh, Michael Porter price on DraftKings? My Michael Porter price is 66, and he gave us 35 minutes. Holy yeah, crap. He's $6,400 on FanDuel. Hmm. I mean, I don't love this next tier of guys. Like, obviously, OG is going crazy. Yeah. I like OG. I think Fournier is fine on FanDuel at 59. Shooting guard only on uh, DK. There you go. OG for sure. So the next tier for here is Beasley, um, Porter, Anobi, Fournier, uh, Chetty Osman, $5,500. Ubre's down to 52 um, I knew Oubre did not have a good game against Utah whatsoever. Um, really not even a good game against the Knicks. We came through with 25 fantasy points due to uh, the secondary production there. Um, but that's like that next tier of guys. Yeah, I mean, OG and Porter, and then probably, I guess, Beasley. I'd go back to the Beasley well if Russell sat. I would go back to the Oubre well against a bad Minnesota defense. Uh, but I don't really have much interest in the other guys. Yep, I'm with you on that one. Uh, Dougie McDermott, buying or selling? 55 is a hard sell for me. He's 55 on FanDuel. Yeah, see, that's where things get interesting because, like, the three-point bonus is 0.5. So if he hits, like, three threes, is it making that big of a difference? If he scores 20 points and I could play him at 4-5, I don't think I'd play him at 5-5. Five, five. I'm with you on that one. Uh, let's kind of over to power forward. Uh, Anthony Davis has Cleveland, you know, coming off that huge game against Chicago. Um, Jason Tatum, as you mentioned, is is expected to return Monday. Uh, we don't know if all of he'll be limited or not. Um, but this is, again, you know, forwards against Chicago. I'm sure Tatum is itching to get out there and uh, and go off. He's $9,600 on FanDuel. So is Bam. At 96, Sabonis is at 96, and Porzingis is at 87. We've seen the protocol thing multiple times, and players play. Like, 
they're like partially limited, right? We've seen like 27, 28 minutes for guys that usually play like in the 30s. So I'd rather, I'd probably play Savonis and Davis over Tatum, but I get the spot. The spot is obviously ideal. We just saw Davis go berserk and just like everyone who's played Chicago front court, just go berserk. So um, I'd probably play Savonis, Davis. I'd probably play Porzingis over him. If Siakam plays, I'd probably go there too instead of Tatum. Yeah, Siakam, off, Siakam off sort of rest, I guess. Against, yeah. You know, or you just lit up the Pacers. Yep. So, like, I think I would um, go a lot of these spots. Like Zion against the Spurs front court, I think, is a really good spot for him. Okay, on FanDuel. Yeah, like, like, would you play Tatum any of, over any of those guys? Like, I feel like... I wouldn't. I guess I would, I would need to know news ahead of time. If yeah, we find out Tatum's right. not limited, then I would probably right. if, him. I agree. Um, I, then then he's one of the top plays of the slate, honestly. I know it's been like two weeks, but... I don't know if I would place the bonus. I don't know. 9,600 feel like he's getting expensive for me. Um, I mean, just... He just didn't... I mean, he scored... Again, it's like the Jeremy Grant thing. He scored 41 fantasy points. He went 1 for 10 from the floor. If he goes 5 for 10 and has 20 and... 20 and we're talking about a guy who went for 52 fantasy points it's, i guess I, I want if i'm gonna pay 10k i want somebody that has like 60 70 60, 70 upside i yeah, don't know if fair. he really has he, it he no. and and i've kind of felt that way too he went the game he went for 60 he gave us he gave us 20 and 20 which i'm not saying is like out of the realm of possibilities but like we can't we're not gonna like sit here and like Oh yeah, this is a twenty twenty spot. Like that's that doesn't. I mean, happen. like I feel that way. I mean, about Bam too. Bam had forty actual points to get to sixty two the other day against Brooklyn. Could certainly rehappen again. Brooklyn's not playing any defense, um, you know. But if we're talking about trying to get like that upside upside return, like we've seen Tatum, you know, give us sixty this year um, or close to sixty this year a couple times. So like he at least has that six x potential at, at you know ninety five. so, you know, Porzingis at 87 definitely has it. Uh, Zion, I think at 8K for sure has it. Um, You know, I don't know what's going on with Chris Boucher, why all of a sudden he's not on the floor. Uh, These last three games, 22, 19, and 21 minutes, doesn't make any sense to me. Um, When, like, Siakam and those guys have been out, Alex Lund's been released, and he's just not in that rotation. So, like, that's sort of sad. Uh, but Laurie Markin at 6,500 against Boston, I, I like going back to. Yeah, um, Boucher is now only a center on DraftKings, so they're just it's just musical chairs 24 seven. But yeah, definitely willing to go back to Markin, and I think uh, attacking the Boston front court has been profitable. Wish the Charlotte game there was more rebounds because he scored 23 points, and the night he was like super chalky and. We just need like consistent production. We need like the points with the rebounds. Like we we get the rebounds against the Lakers, we don't get the points. We get the points against Charlotte, we don't get the rebounds. So um, I just want we just need like consistency, you know, Lori. Like we're not asking too much, but um, yeah, I would, I would go there in a tournament. I think I think that's a, a fair price tag for him. Um, Jared Vanderbilt's still playing pretty well. <laughs> yeah, I I hope you played him. Um, 16 and 11. He, he was like 25% owned that night, and I couldn't believe it. Uh, yeah, Secret I played Jared Vanderbilt. <laughs> huh? Secrets out. 
The secret is out. Um, I'd go Jared Vanderbilt here. I would probably play Draymond fifty. Roby's still forty five hundred. They just don't move his price tag. I'd go Roby. Roby's a fine fine play. Um, he's not gonna play. He's gonna play somewhere between like twenty four and twenty eight minutes. Um, and like you know, there's just like a bunch of like guys down here that like my like of course Miles Bridges has a huge game on uh, Sunday. But can we predict that again on Monday? Probably not. Derek Jones like has been good because he's been getting a lot of steals and blocks. But again, is that something that we can bank on here? I don't think so. Like, there's just a lot of unknown down here at Power Forward. I think Roby's probably the furthest down I would go. Yeah, I agree with you. I wouldn't argue uh, too much with you on that one. Like. On FanDuel, Tristan Thompson's a power forward. Yeah, it's fine. You know, like I don't, I don't. You don't have to go there because Tatum's back and Tice could just as easily play center. But yep. you know, just just a name, just a name to throw out there. Uh, center position: Nikola Jokic at the top against Dallas. Again, they they used Boban early in that game. I think for the size over Collie sign, just like Boban's just very difficult for pretty much anybody in the NBA to deal with for the fifteen minutes, ten minutes that he's on the floor for. <laughs> um, you know, I don't, I don't really see that. Last thing, so Jokic at 11-2-1 FanDuel, that's fine. Embiid against Detroit, I mean, he had 58 fantasy points against them. You know, if the back's okay, yeah. like, he, you know, he's he's going to dominate. He's He's been very good for three straight games now. Like, best nearing best center in the league good for three straight games. So, um, you know, 42-10, 3-11, 33-14. Like, playing over 30 minutes. So... Now he's in the conversation, I think for sure. Vucevic against Charlotte, even though you know, uh, forty fantasy points tonight. He's nine four, so you didn't get like the total payoff there. We love attacking this front court. Uh, he's ninety four hundred. I don't know about Drummond against the Lakers. I don't think I would. I don't think I would go with Drummond against the Lakers. The minutes are just not there. Like it's him and. Jared Allen are like splitting. So I don't think we need to go there. Like I get that the production was there two games ago, but even, I mean, he played 18 minutes on Sunday, but in 27 minutes in a competitive game against Brooklyn, in both the Brooklyn games, he plays 26 and 27 because Jared Allen plays one of those time. Remember he played 25 minutes in the overtime game. So I just, I, like why there's just, I just feel no desire to play Andre Drummond right now. Um, at all. Per- personally, I, I just like Embiid's price. Like I'm, we're getting thirty plus minutes out of Embiid. He's gone for thirty three actual points, and I know you talked about him already, but like his price went from ten thousand dollars to ninety seven hundred dollars. Why? So like when I have to just find nine hundred dollars to get to Embiid, who I know is going to get me thirty minutes, and you know I just. There's, I just have no desire to play Drummond. I could go down and get Bam for cheaper. What do you think about Miles Turner, the way he's been playing? With a freaking... That fracture's BS, huh? That's a he's, BS. Today, That's, today, if you played him on FanDuel, you got 27 points out of blocks and steals. It's, so. it's bull... S. He's 7,500. There's no way he has a broken hand. I don't, I don't believe it. He hit four threes, had six blocks... Made all the shots. I mean, sure. 
it's the same matchup again. Like, go back to the well, right? What's his? Is he? What do you say his price was on Fandle? Seventy-five. He's seventy-four on DK. I can't believe he's not over eight K on Fandle. It almost feels like, oof. If we're gonna get these blocks. Forty-one and fifty-three fantasy points the last two games. Yeah, if we're gonna get these blocks on Fandle, man, holy. I mean, he, crap. Gave, he gave us a sixty burger against Golden State, so sixty steak, sixty steak. 60 filet. 60 filet, yeah. Whatever it is. Don't disrespect the filet like that. He's been good. He's been good. Uh, Enos Cantor against Roby, 6,500. Hell yeah. Hell yes. And he's... What's he He is $6,600, which is fine. If he's going to play 26 to 30 minutes, yeah. He's the number two offensive option. Yeah, please sign me up. Any of these uh, following centers, these are all 5K and below guys on FanDuel. Um, interest you at all. Uh, Kelly Olenek, Montrez Harrell, Steven Adams, Nas Reed, James Wiseman's at $4,900. Mason Plumley's at $4,400. DeAndre Jordan's at $4,300. Wiseman, probably. Because we got another last two games 25 plus minutes so um wiseman's fine jordan i'm I'm a little bit curious with boston being on a back-to-back if anything happens with tristan thompson here Uh, they start robert williams time lord's 3900 bucks played 24 minutes today in the blowout or sorry 14 minutes in the blowout but had 26 fantasy points i mean yeah he's a fantasy point per minute freak so if, if Thompson's out, like, yeah. him and Tice are the, the two centers, so... Yeah, we've seen that already play out, and it was quite nice for Robert Williams. I think he got... I feel like he got hurt in that game. He, and... he was the one that kicked off the COVID problems for Boston. He got COVID in Miami. Uh, of course he did. Um, Yeah, I could I could see myself going, um, playing some, uh, some landlord. If I... Uh... And what about Aaron Baines at 3,700? Because he's apparently <laughs> playing center now. So. Uh, I'll, I'll let you play Aaron Baines. I'm not, I'm, not I'm not playing Aaron Baines either. That settles it. Don't play Aaron Baines. <laughs> it's just annoying that he's playing. Anyway. It is. It is. I mean, there's literally no reason that he should be playing over Boucher. At, at, literally at all. So Bo- Boban played 19 minutes against Houston. And put up 28 fantasy points. He played 16 minutes uh, at Dallas in that Denver game. I mean, what was the... I mean, the the problem is Porzingis didn't play in Houston. So if Porzingis plays, which everything points to him playing, do we? can we trust Boban? I feel like we yeah, can't. Yeah, I guess not. All right. I feel like we can't trust him if in that case. Okay. See, yeah, because you think they'll just put Porzingis at center against Jokic here? Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, I do. Okay. That's fine. Just I just noticed that he, he had 15 points and 12 boards in 19 minutes because he's Boban. So. I mean, it's definitely like if you are crazy enough to play Boban, like often, I mean, it's going to, you're going to get one of the, you're going to hit on one of those nights. I'm gonna, we're um, gonna have to we're gonna have to deep dive into some box scores from last year and just see like if when they play Denver, if Bowman <laughs> plays, uh, you know, and and that would be an interesting 
uh, thing to find out. You know, like, do they like to match up to Boban? Uh, so, am I in there? Yeah, I am. Uh, so they played Denver three times last year. Uh, Boban played in one of those three games. And in that one game, James, he played 31 minutes. Oh, my God. He had 31 points, 17 rebounds. Uh, it was March 11th, so it was probably like, you know, end of the year. But uh, do you want to know Dallas starting lineup that night? Uh, Dallas starting lineup that night was Luca, Hardaway, Kleber, Boban, and Courtney Lee. <laughs> uh, there was no Boban play. outscored Luca Doncic that night. He did outscore 31 and 70. You know what's shocking though is that he actually was able to play 31 minutes. Yeah, that well, that's why he's only played 31 minutes since then. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they realized that they should never do that again. Uh, Hal Jokic to uh, 14 points, though. Hal Jokic to 14 points. I mean, like, if you want to play Boban because, like, he's... Don't play Boban. We're wasting too much time talking. Okay, okay, don't play Boban. Uh, all right, that does wrap up, though, this position-by-position position first look. Ten-game slate, a lot to get to. We'll have definitely more news breaking Throughout the day, we'll have all the content, playbooks, starting five, fast break, valuable, live stream, uh, you name it. We have it. Get us on Twitter. Get us in chat. Uh, set you guys up for a successful week ahead. For James Grande, I'm John Pemba. We'll catch you guys next time.